Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we will be discussing season two, episode. 59, titled, Ice Spy. Get it? Because it's I Spy, except instead of an I, it's ice. I Spy. It's it's a pun. It's a pun! Anyway. (laughs) In this episode, Mr. Freeze returns once again. To further terrorize Gotham City with his temperature-based crimes. Man, last arc of the season, this is like the big two-part season finale. This is how you're gonna leave off for several months while people just sit around for the summer with nothing to watch. And you leave it off with a Mr. Freeze arc. Why? Why the hell would you leave off the season with a Mr. Freeze arc? That's the dumbest decision they could have possibly made, but whatever. So, of course, they can never settle on a consistent actor to play Mr. Freeze, so... He's recast again, uh, this time Eli Wallach's playing him. That's, that's how you say his name. Yeah, I can barely read my own handwriting. Uh, Eli Wallach is playing Mr. Freeze, and he's probably the worst one yet, in all honesty. He is awful in this role. He's so bad, he gives such a terrible over-the-top, even by this show's standards performance, and, like, I, I, I cringed. I cringed every second he was on screen. He was so bad. But anyway, into the events of the episode itself, so we start off opening sequence. Uh, there's a cruise ship that's coming into Gotham City. Uh, the captain is eating with some of his guests, one of whom's a big professor, one of whom's a big ice skater. And they're just chatting, having a good time. Apparently this professor's making a perfor- uh, a performula? A formula <laughs> for instant ice. Why you would want that, I don't know. But anyway, they're eating, they're having a good time. Then smash cut to the deck, uh, to the... What do you call it? What do you call the place where they operate the ship? Bridge? Yeah, I think it's the bridge. Anyway, 
they're there, and they're like, huh, is that an iceberg? And we see the fakest looking iceberg of all time. Oh my god, this is not real in any way. <laughs> it's so bad. But there's a giant iceberg that the boat's gonna crash into. So they're like, ah, get the captain. Then someone walks over to the captain's table and just whispers iceberg in his ear. Presumably not to cause a panic. So they're just like, iceberg. And then this idiot ruins it by yelling out, iceberg! What? There's an iceberg? We're gonna crash into the iceberg and all gonna die? What? And then of course everyone starts panicking. Which is exactly what the smart people wanted to avoid. So the captain goes to deal with the iceberg. Uh, very obviously, the ice skater is working for Mr. Freeze. She contacts him and is like, Hey, uh, we're, we're a go. And apparently, Mr. Freeze's hideout is inside the iceberg at the moment. So he's just in the iceberg. Getting ready to do stuff. Then we get an off-screen kidnapping. Like, no indication that this is what Mr. Freeze is going to do. They just kidnap the professor off-screen. And then they just cut to Bruce Wayne answering the bat phone like, What? Mr. Freeze kidnapped someone? Okay. We'll be right there. So then Batman and Robin... Spring into action with no context. Uh, so they go over to the commissioner's office. They talk about what happened on this cruise ship. Only the professor has been captured. Uh, they think it's very, very likely that someone on the ship was working with Freeze. So they're given a passenger list. Batman and Robin take that to the Batcave. Meanwhile, Mr. Freeze is trying to get this formula for instant ice out of the professor. Uh, it's all up in his head. It's not written down in any way. So Mr. Freeze is like, okay, dismantle this hideout. Let's go to the other hideout under the ice rink. There's such a thing as too many hideouts, quite frankly. But then they go there. There's this whole thing where he's trying to get the ransom out. He tries to put him in the quick freezer, 200 below. Somehow he's fine. Puts dry ice in his veins. Like it's... There's a lot of attempting to torture the thing out of him. And nothing works. Uh, meanwhile in the back cave, they feed the passenger list into the back computer. And it just spits out a bunch of possible names of people or whatever. Uh, blah, 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 blah. One name. Batman realizes, huh, oh. That was a name of a famous ice, ska ice skater before she came a... Before she became a famous ice skater. I'm having a stroke. And changed her name to Glacia Glaze. So Glacia Glaze is clearly working for Mr. Freeze because her name is... Glacia Glaze. They have no proof to base this on. And then they kind of come up with the plan of, oh, I can investigate as Bruce Wayne when I take Aunt Harriet to see the 
ice thing. The ice skating show thing. <laughs> then uh, Mr. Freeze delivers a seal to Commissioner Gordon's office with a ransom demand. And he demands that Bruce Wayne pay the ransom. Batman and Robin deliver it. And Bruce Wayne be on TV just before Batman and Robin deliver it. For some reason, I don't know why. It's almost as if they wanted a wacky scenario in which uh, Batman had to figure out how to be Bruce Wayne and Batman in uh, in a closely knit situation. But anyway, so Commissioner Gordon calls the Bat phone. Bruce answers it and is like, oh... Oh, so you need Bruce Wayne and Batman at the same time. Meanwhile, the Wayne phone rings. Dick answers it and is like, hello? And he's like, oh, I'll I'll find, I'll find Bruce for you, Chief O'Hara. He says it like that and O'Hara never questions it. So Bruce puts down the Bat phone Answers the Wayne phone and is like, oh, you want me to do this thing I just heard as Batman you were going to do. Okay. And then (laughs) O'Hara and Gordon offer to put the phones together to 69 the phones so Batman can talk to Bruce Wayne. And what follows is the most amazing moment so far in this entire show. Holy crap. (laughs) So, Bruce Wayne has to talk to Batman in a convincing way. So he basically just switches phones from ear to ear. (laughs) And switches from talking as Batman to talking as Bruce Wayne. Like, hello Bruce Wayne, hello Batman. Isn't it weird how we have the same voice? Yeah, it is pretty weird. I wonder how... I wonder how we're not the same person. Yeah, I wonder that as well. But we're not the same person. Because we're talking to each other. Clearly it's... It's it's not... We are we are not the same person. Yes, I agree. We are not the same person. Anyway, uh, you, you should do this, 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 and this, this, this. Uh, okay, I trust you, Batman, completely. You're an amazing human being. You are also an amazing human being. We're good friends. Who are totally not the same person. Yes, we are. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. It's so stupid. (laughs) It's incredible. This entire arc is worth it. Just for that scene. (laughs) This is a terrible arc, but that scene is the greatest thing I have ever witnessed. Oh my god. Anyway, there's really no reason to pay attention to the rest of this arc. We got everything we need from it. Uh, (laughs) Basically, the plan is Bruce is going to record the thing an hour earlier. And the ransom's going to be dummy money. And Batman and Robin are going to find Mr. Freeze anyway and deliver dummy mummy. Dummy mummy? Dummy money. I'm really having a stroke today. 
Uh, so Bruce Wayne and Anne Harriet go to the ice arena where Glacia Glaze is totally not talking to Mr. Freeze through a secret communicator. And they're talking, oh, you're great. And Aunt Harriet's like, oh, I like this thing that's definitely not a communicator. Opens it up. Oh, it's talking! Oh! <laughs> but then she's like, no, it's not talking. You, you're confused. Go away now, please. I'm totally not evil. So Bruce Wayne and Anne Harriet are watching the show. Bruce Wayne then gets a call from Dick. Uh, they put like anti-eavesdrop bat plugs on the phone. And then they're talking open and openly Batman and Robin stuff. It's real dumb. Real stupid. Good God. Like the logistics of it. Because yeah... Yeah, no one can eavesdrop on the line, but someone else could walk by in that ice arena or by, or by that phone booth Dick is at and could easily <laughs> and could easily <laughs> freaking know that they're, they're Batman and Robin. Uh... Anyway, that's a thing. They go to the commissioner's office. Uh, Bruce Wayne gives his little TV spiel of, we have the ransom, tell us where you want Batman and Robin to bring the ransom, blah, 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 blah. Bruce is like, okay, peace, I'm definitely not Batman. Batman will be here in a minute, as soon as I leave. And then Batman and Robin come in like five seconds later, way too fast for them to change. And they're like, oh, where's Bruce Wayne? Oh, he left? Oh, I didn't see him. Weird. So now Batman and Robin take the dummy money and they're like, We're no we know where Mr. Freeze is. Let's go there. Uh they go down bat ropes, we have a random cameo, blah 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 blah. Uh go over to the hideout below the arena. Where Mr. Freeze is like eagerly awaiting the television broadcast, like he loves it. And then Batman and Robin are like Hey, we're here! We know where you are! It, it was real easy. Like, this was not hard to figure out at all. And then they give him the money, and Mr. Freeze immediately knows it's dummy money. So Freeze is pissed, and is like, Ah, fight them! So now there's a fight. Boom. Bam. Pow. Flurb. All the words. <laughs> and... This fight ends with Batman and Robin being captured, and then we get our cliffhanger. They're thrown into some super cooling, vaporizing chamber thingy. So they're going to be frozen and then vaporized. Uh, Freeze starts it up, they're starting to be frozen, and that's where they end it. Tune in next time, same bat time, same bat channel. God, one more episode left in the season, and then we're done. Then we get to move on to season three. Obviously, it's a very arbitrary milestone, but I just kind of love the feeling that we're about to make some form of macro progress in this show. <laughs> in watching this show, 
We've been watching season two, like, since March. And I'm kind of happy that it's about to be over. I'm kind of happy that we're finally about to move on to another season that I don't think I've watched before, but from everything I know about it is going to be very, very different in terms of the format. Like, I think I, I think originally I watched season one and then half to two thirds of season two. And then I was done. And then I just fell off. So, yeah. Looking forward to that, but mostly looking forward to ending this arc so I don't have to talk about Mr. Freeze ever again. Because, God, this show's multiple iterations of Mr. Freeze suck. If you like this, favor the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. You can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 60. Talk to you then.